You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deeds about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne, and in today's episode, I had to bring on one of my nemesis. No, I'm kidding. Not my nemesis. <laughs> you all know how I feel about memes. So I brought on Harry from Dank Bank, like the first meme economy site, to come talk to me and convince me and <sighs> why memes are important in nfts i was like you know what i need somebody to argue with it's been a while would you come on the nft talk show podcast to argue with me <laughs> because memes are ruining our lives no i'm kidding they're not ruining our lives <laughs> all right so before we bring him on i want to talk a little bit of nft la news are you going to be at nft la this is not a plug for them anyways because <sighs> we know I'd why. Like be, <laughs> Harry's like, don't bring me on. I'm just gonna talk now. Hi, Harry. <laughs> Fine. Let's let's not talk the news anymore. What's up? <laughs> okay, okay. GM, what's up? Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I'm so, ready to, to argue. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I'm. I am absolutely not gonna wring your neck immediately because I really, really want to see the two sides of this thing. Okay, um, you run Dank Bank, and Dank Bank is, um, you know, based on the meme economy for NFTs, right? Where people can, um, invest in memes. So, can you kind of explain to me, first of all, how that works? So, we bring on all these creators of these legendary, uh, sort of iconic moments in internet history. There's like Bad Luck Brian, David Off the Dentist. The hide your wife, hide your kids guy. Oh God! Uh, any sort of viral moment that you can conceive of is something that we're trying or already have or will have on the platform. And then we we have the mint one of one NFTs, fractionalize them. Uh, fractionalizing them means you know breaking them into a bunch of pieces and mm-hmm. making them tradable, and then we list them for trading so so they can sort of monetize their own moments or the owner can monetize it uh, and allow people to own a piece of. Whatever, whatever viral moment is their favorite or that they think has the most potential to go viral or that they sort of have the best connection to. All right. So you list them, um, well, you first of all fractionalize them, which is understandable. Yeah. So like, would it be with ETH? What are we trading with here? You trade with ETH for now. And then shortly, once we're on Polygon, you'll trade with USDC as well. Yeah. For now it's ETH. The okay. pools are ETH. Mean. And if I, let's say I go on your site and I, um, pick one up. Where does it show up? Just on your website or on OpenSea? Uh, not on OpenSea, but you'll see it in your MetaMask because okay. these are you know twenty tokens, and you they sort of represent ownership uh, governance over the NFT itself. Got it. And if I got one, I wanted to resell it. How do I do that? Uh, just click the sell button on Bank Bank or Uniswap or any sort of uh, any sort of trading site where it has liquidity for this. Bank Bank being the main one, you just hit okay. the sell button and sell right back into the market. Same way you bought. Okay, got it. All right, so that that's let me get those questions out of the way. Yep. And um, 
we were talking earlier and you mentioned um, memes being art, and I was like, what the, what? <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm, that's going to be my first issue. Um, okay. I was saying, you know, for me, when I got into NFTs, one-on-one art was like the, I don't want to say king, you know, one-on-one art, NFTs was, NFTs was like crypto art or is crypto art. And when you think about crypto art, what do you think about? You think about your painters, your photographers, your um, people that draw and things like that, right? Even the PFP projects use art or even music. Let's add music. Let's add poetry. Any artistic form of whatever expression. You said what? The top shops, Canada, top shops. Well, that's a good question. so I never saw top shots as crypto art. I saw top shots right. as like when you trade baseball cards. You know, right. that's how I saw top shots. I saw top shots as just like a digital way to trade cards. Like, you know, you collect baseball, I used to collect baseball cards. Yep. Um, how you collect baseball cards, how you collect Pokemon cards. That's how I saw top shot. So the art that I'm talking about, the ones like you see being minted and then you see on OpenSea, top shot was like its own, um, like its own yeah yeah, its own category it's more of like trading um trading cards pretty much exactly that's what it is but you're just doing it digitally versus physically right so i did classify top shots as um art but when we start looking at even the pfp projects they still utilize art right to um you know represent their nft because NFTs literally was crypto art for the longest. And then um, in comes like this Kevin. <laughs> I am such a big Kevin. Like if I see Kevin. <laughs> You're not alone. Gosh. If I see Kevin, I could bring Kevin's neck. I'm serious. <laughs> Only Kevin's like a pixelated character. So I wouldn't have to. Um, and then in comes things like Kevin and your like why what is going on here and i can see the shift i can see the shift from you know one-on-one art we've had to contend with pfp projects um some that don't even have good art associated with it right it's just like oh just vibes you know there's nothing wrong with that um people spend their money on whatever they want you know but then now you now see the shift into like the kevins that just have make zero sense like they don't have anything attached to it except it's funny, right? Yep. And then now we are shifting. I see now more people talking about the meme culture and meme this and meme. Then I pay attention. I pay attention to the right. NFTs because <laughs> it's well, it's my job to pay attention. <laughs> and I try to like gauge what's going on. And when I see, especially a lot of influencers talking meme this, meme that, meme this, and I already know my my radar goes up. And tells me, okay, right. something's up, and this is coming. And I was like, okay, and that's why I had to grab you. I'm like, I'm gonna, go. <laughs> like, my listeners always have to know first what's popping. I want to know what's popping, <laughs> you know. So right. you think, um, and I know because you do memes, um, you're probably gonna be partial to memes. Do you think NFTs are shifting towards like the meme culture? First question. Uh, not necessarily. I don't think there's any shift. I just think there's 
sort of introductions of new sort of uh, types of NFTs. There's like Top Shot, the Punks comic, these, all these crypto art platforms have succeeded in like replicating or even improving sort of like meat space, real world collectibles. They're, they're like the digital versions of basketball trading cards, like you said, mm-hmm. comic books, physical art. So like these, seeing their value as NFTs is pretty conceptually simple given that they, or, they already have a physical equivalent. But then when stuff that's, you know, digital native or, uh, stuff that never had a physical counterpart, like memes and viral videos, mm-hmm. uh, when that stuff starts getting ascribed a value, then people sort of question it because it's not something that's easily comprehensible because it's never had a, it's never had a real world counterpart really. Like you've never been able to monetize a viral moment before. Well, true. It, it, would you consider art though? Let, let, <laughs> would I consider art memes? Yes. Memes, art. I would like, consider art memes and memes art. Like the best art is a meme because you're able to, to bring attention to it. You're able to bring controversy, uh, press, PR, attention. Uh, and that's what a meme is. Okay. That's why Kevin's valuable. I'm going to argue with that only because, okay, so if I go outside right now, right, and do something ridiculous and it goes viral, that is art. Yes. How is it art? Uh, I think it's amusing when people call, call something like that not art because it tends to be that the most controversial types of art end up being the most valuable. Uh, and it, and it sort of makes me even more bullish on this. But it's not that like, it's not like you're doing a sort of massively creative thing, but it's not easy. If you go outside and do something crazy, you're not going viral just for the fun of it. Uh, you know, it takes, it takes a concerted effort. You don't just go, you don't just go viral. Uh, and it's a lot not- of the time, like, Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I, I'll give some examples. Like Badlock Brian, uh, the guy that had that sort of cringy uh, high school yearbook photo. Oh, never yeah. intended to go viral, never made any money out of it. But it's the perfect sort of... I mean, I wouldn't call him an artist, but I, <laughs> but I would say he deserved to get paid for what he did. And I would say that a lot of people uh, who create memes are artists. They're mimetic artists. They create mimetic value. Wow. Okay. So a new category of art called momentic art, right? Like yeah. moments. Yes. I, mean, <sighs> I, I, I mean, find, this, this, go this, ahead. this is, uh, sorry. This is, uh, researcher at Stanford. I like to quote who called memes a reflection of culture. So these things that embody and influence public consciousness, they revolution, revolutionize the way we communicate. That's sort of the most popular form of communication. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just the piece of our culture, the, the, the way we communicate now, and there's, there, there is an art to it. Okay, so again, <laughs> I'm trying to see how there's an art to it, because a lot of these memes, like you said, um, some of them didn't plan on going viral. So it wasn't like they created these things with the intention of creating art to go viral. A lot of it is like luck, right? right. You know, something funny, people, something... Right. I would classify most of them as comedy even. Okay, comedy is an art form. Right. Oh, God. This I mean, is I, w- I wouldn't classify all, all memes as art. I wouldn't say that people who went viral without intention are artists or that they created art. But I would say if you, if you, you know, if you're a YouTuber trying to go viral, I think that classifies as art. Okay. Uh, you know. Okay, I, I think. For attention, I think it, I think it just about has artistic value. Okay, I think I see I see where you're coming from now. So you're looking at memes that are created with the intention of going viral 
um, being kind of like acting, right? Acting right. is an artistic expression as well. So it would classify kind of under like maybe comedy, acting, something like that. Not visual. Well, it is visual but art. Like pop but art, using popular media styles to create art. Oh God! Did you just sell me on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the notion that? Because I was I was about to like go in on you, like no, they're not art. They're just like something that went viral, and it's funny, haha. We laugh, and that's what it is. <laughs> but um, you're right in the sense that there are some that are actually pre-planned or people create to go viral, and then they get lucky and it goes viral, and. You know, we enjoy it, right? Well, um, they don't get lucky, and you know, they, they're just really good at it. Gosh, you think some people are well, true, um, because yeah. I've seen some people go viral more than once, exactly. They, they do it time and time again, they make oh. living of it. Like this one chick that does like this, she's like really slim and she does like these twerking videos. And <laughs> I don't know, it's so funny. Like, I use it the most controversial type of art you can possibly conceive of the twerking videos. Yeah, you're trying oh. to persuade people that twerking is art. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, it definitely yeah, is. Because that's dance, right? Yep. God, I'm so crossed right now. Like, one on one artist, if you're listening, man, we have an uphill. <laughs> I mean, it's not to take away from one of one artists. It doesn't make one of one art less valuable. It doesn't make it any less serious of a thing. It's just, you know, it, it might even help as a learning lesson to be like, you know, emulate I, the successes of Kevin. And not, not, don't, don't be jealous of it. Try to learn. Like, I so hate that, Kevin. I want to make money <laughs> into stuff. I gotta, I gotta create this sort of memetic value. I gotta make people entertained. I hate Kevin, so I'm, I'm not jealous of Kevin. <laughs> I hate him. No, I'm kidding. I, mean, I, I don't have any Kevins. I don't know. I can't say I'm an expert on Kevin, but there is a lesson to be learned. Definitely. Well, all the wallets that have Kevin burn them all down. No, I'm kidding. No, but you're right. But again, you know, here's the thing. Um, when we think about attention spans, right, people's attention, especially on the internet, tends to get drawn to whatever is trending, whatever is super popular. And when PFP started getting like really, really popular, there was a point where one-on-one art was peaking, right? It was like, oh, support the artist, collect one-on-one art. It was a time probably um, December, no, October, November last year where one-on-one art was like the vibe. And then out of nowhere was like a billion PFP projects coming out. And then, you know, a lot of, um, I'll say a lot of crypto people started coming into NFTs and they're, they're not concerned about the art. They just want to, um, you know, the quick flip. And then it starts to affect the people that already were there for one-on-one art because they're looking like, Oh, wait a minute. Why can't I be quick flipping too? Or why can't I be making money too? Um, and when you really think about it, at the end of the day, we collect NFTs for two reasons, appreciation of the art, um, and to make money, right? So it could, it, yeah. it could be either or, or it could be both. Um, yep. and a lot of people that collect one-on-one art, unless you're collecting Matilda Payne and she's fabulous and you're just going to make all this money, <laughs> um, collect it because they appreciate the art, Right. And then yeah, the, or because they think they're going to become cool when they buy it and tell people that they have it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's more of an appreciation. So now comes. That's <laughs> you're right. You're right. And then now comes in the PFPs. Right. And then, you know, there's this big shift, even with one on one artists. I'm going to 
tell you not to be a hypocrite, I collect PFPs too, and I'm a one-on-one artist. <laughs> so that just shows you, even for me, somebody that's very bullish on one-on-one artists, how this shift can affect where, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say mentally, we tend to, um, uh, help me find this word I'm looking for. Like when we do things as a community, like we do things that other people do. Anyways, I, I'm, I'm just going to say mimetics. You do <laughs> do things because because other people are doing them. Or, In or the moment, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> even me that I'm bullish on one-on-one art, I still collect PFPs. I mean, I collect PFPs because I have friends that have projects and I support. And of course, there's some, you know, would be good for great flips. So I can use that fund to do other things within my project, right? Which makes a whole lot of sense. Um, but now comes in memes do you i mean i think honestly because of the popularity of memes and how funny they are and how easy they are to grab people's attention i think that shift is gonna come where it's like it's gonna push back one-on-one art even more that's what yeah I'm i think pfp projects are definitely uh one of one artists i think have suffered as a result of pfp stuff because people are looking for flips and it's really hard yes to- you know, it's really hard as an individual to create these sort of communities or these viral sort of communities that you can monetize super quickly. But like in the long term, a lot of these PFP projects are going to disappear. And a lot of these one-of-one artists who have sort of suffered or stead- steadily sort of crafted themselves uh, will be the people that end up succeeding. Like stated no out. There's on one-of-one artists. That's true. Like, and you know, I say it all the time. I've seen, I've seen people leave. Um, I know a few one-on-one artists that went back to their old jobs um, because it's just, you know, they're like, Tony, this isn't sustainable for me. I haven't sold anything in yeah. weeks and months and it's just PFP, PFP, PFP. Um, and it's not like they don't have good art. I see a lot of good art. And then, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It's just what people are buying right now. Um, and yeah. the fact that only a few recognize the fact that at the end of the day, it's still going to be one-on-one art that, you know, that holds everything together. Um, I mean, it doesn't even need to be one-on-one. It can be, you know, a fractionalized one-on-one. It can be a, yeah. a 10,000 similar thing. Like all of these things are art, just that the quality of these PFP projects tend to have lower quality art. And that's why we sort of judge them more harshly. That is true. Have you seen my art? <laughs> I've seen some of it, yeah. Nobody, like nobody ever comes on the show. Well, you know, you're going to be the first person I'm going to ask um, on the show because I, I never, I never remind to ask anyone this. What do you think of my art? Don't lie. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not. I, I don't think it's something I, I, I would buy because it's not something that has uh, mimetic value or something that I think will appreciate rapidly. Which is, you know, I'm not rapidly. I'm not I'm not by any means a yeah sure I mean I can be bullish on Tony long term because because you you know you're clearly working to craft a sort of community around yourself but uh yeah I yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a, a I'm a long term person I'm a right. long term yeah I always say I'm that an like, incredibly wealthy person and the other, sorry the only the, the other issue with with the Tonys of the world is that every time you buy a piece of your one of one art yeah there's the risk of being diluted because uh every time you put out a new new piece of art you know that the original one becomes a tad less valuable. So you sort oh, of no. have to manage that as well. Because yeah, see. It, it's much of a shame that there's people, people look at this as investing in 
they look at dilution and <laughs> the same as they would look at a token really yeah i don't think i have like a lot of um a lot of art per se like in my i always say this in my lifetime i probably will have less than 500 pieces total but yep. P- picasso created like tons and tons of pieces like right. thousands and thousands right. and thousands but, but, then, but then the value of each of his pieces is something like fifteen thousand. you know like his his one his each of his pieces worth a significantly less but maybe the market cap is still obscene yeah the, exactly well that that's that's normal in art though um you know where you have someone like picasso just not even picasso your two pieces won't be worth the same amount of money. There'll always be one piece that probably, you know, became a little bit more popular than the other pieces that will end up being. So it still brings us back to that popularity thing, like that viral thing, right? You know? Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, and, yeah, go ahead. And that worries me a little bit for, um, and I'm this, this is me being honest here. Um, for 101 art like i said again i'm still i'm very bullish on 101 art and i wasn't talking about if you liked my art for like the moment i'm talking about is it pretty <laughs> yeah it's pretty i enjoy it. i like the everyday africa series but it's not it's, oh, not, a, it's not my investment vehicle of choice oh no 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 no. everyday africa is not for i was it's not for everybody that's more um people that appreciate like that kind of work that's, yeah um, i mean that's the cool stuff about like this that, Frankly, that's the kind of stuff that will get people who hate NFTs to appreciate it or to understand the value. <laughs> See, we're Evans aren't gonna aren't gonna get people excited about this that hate it. We're doing we're doing the work. You know, did you see okay. that? Did you just hear that? Like people that hate NFTs will see my stuff and appreciate NFTs. Then Kevin's yep. will come in and just ruin it all. And they're like, "Yep, we knew it was we knew this was." <laughs> I have a. I think that's on them, though. I think that's their close-mindedness. I have a 13-year-old cousin, um, and they come to spend, you know, weekends with me sometimes. And he said something. Um, they came to spend yesterday with me, and he said something yesterday that was pretty funny. He's when I call him a right-click saver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're just a right-click saver. And he goes, no. So he says the same thing you're saying right now. Um, he was like, no. Um, you know what? NFTs are just low quality art. That's what he said. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is. The vast majority of it certainly is. And then, you know, and then I go to him, um, what about my stuff? I do NFTs. And he goes, I'm not talking about you. Have you seen half the stuff that's out there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. well, I can't argue. You said what? He's talking about apes. That's the most made fun of thing, and somehow it's the most. He, yeah, it is the most valuable. I know, isn't that crazy? He, yeah, he did talk about that one when I took them birding one time, and he was like, <laughs> "People are buying monkeys," and I was like laughing, and I was like, "Oh my lord!" I was like, "How am I going to explain?" Because I'm, you know, my, you know, little people in my family or whatever. I try to like educate them about NFTs. He's the tough one to educate because he's not having it. Yeah. And every I was time like, someone gets pissed off about it, it gets more valuable. Like when he when he <laughs> about apes, you know, and an ape goes up and he, you know, and that's how he earned the right click saver tag. I'm like, you just did a right click saver. He's like, look, I can save it. I'm like, nope, but can you sell it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, looking, you know, for people that are interested in NFTs, looking in when they see things like that, do you think it's gonna? Um, maybe make them not interested like oh there what is this this is not art what are they selling um 
do you think that's going to be the general, let's say we, people like me didn't exist, you know, or people like me said, F this year, we're out. <laughs> yeah, I think the space would be in serious trouble if, if you guys left, for sure. Uh, I need to call all my one-on-one artists. We're going to have a meeting and boycott NFTs. <laughs> it, it would genuinely work. I don't, I don't think you could uh, pull together that kind of movement, but I think it would work. I could start. Well, we're going to boycott. So I think you would do more damage than, than you know, more harm than help because when you come back, they'll be like, but wait, you just said you hated this stuff. No, we're not going to say we hate it. We're just going to say we're boycotting. So uh, okay. we're going to boycott it for like six months and none of us are going to sell our, yeah, these people will not agree to that. Oh my God, everybody's so me-based. <laughs> well, that's another thing. If, no, if nobody sells a piece of art for six months, I'm sure it'll go up in value. That's true. That is true. Maybe you should. Maybe, maybe it's like a pump. A pumping you know, exactly. Like, think about it. We all t- delist. Everybody delist. Don't list your stuff. Just leave yeah, it exactly. up there, but delist. Nobody can buy one. And then everybody will be stuck buying, like, all these funny-looking um, one um, PFEs. I mean, there's some good PFE projects with good art, though. Yeah. But a lot of them are just, I don't know. <sighs> I get drained. <laughs> Let me stretch. Well. <laughs> To be fair, I can't say I'm a big uh, PFP investor. I, I don't think I've ever... I, I own some creatures, and I don't think I've ever bought another PFP. So what would make you buy into... I know you're a meme person, clearly. <laughs> what would make you buy into 101 art? That's what I need to know. So so any... Uh, it, yeah. If well, it went viral or what? What would make you buy into 101 art? Uh, if you... I would link my my super rare collection. I was one of the sort of the first proper spenders on super. Rare. I was spending, you know, I was, I was, I was a pretty serious collector. I would say, uh, in sort of late 2020, I was buying Stasienko and I, and I, I didn't expect these people to be recognizable, but yeah, I was collecting a lot of one of one of one art. Uh, but you know, I was. money. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll get into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why is it a was? And it, and it wasn't making me money. Uh, so, I, you know, it. I can only spend so much on, on art before it, you know, becomes, becomes a losing money endeavor. And, you know, I don't, as much as I enjoy it, uh, you know, I, I, I need to get something out of it. And, you know, maybe, maybe the issue is that people are sort of reconciling the fact that a lot of people are here to make money with the fact that there are genuine artists along, you know, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm here I, to make money. <laughs> I thought I thought the super rare stuff just sold like boom, super rare boom. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely the curation aspect does it does a does a number. Oh, it does. Were you have you been able to sell anything that you bought on super rare? Uh, I've sold, I sold my ferocious. I sold hot yeah, tears, hot tears. Yeah, hot, very hot tears. <laughs> there. I sold one Stasienko. I love Stasienko. I have a physical from her as well. But you, uh, use me as your shoulder to cry on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really it. I don't I don't think I could sell anything else. Okay, okay. So when you say I don't think I could sell anything else, it's so. Here's the thing. Um, here's my view on the one-on-one artist, and I've seen this play out so many times, right? Where a one-on-one artist, something someone like myself, is creating art. People are buying the art early, and it just literally, literally takes one day, and something happens, and it could be anything, and that 
one-on-one artists, their name just kind of pops off and they're everywhere and yeah. then everybody's looking for their work. But you're That's how this stuff works. Exactly. So and you're an early collector, you know. I've seen it happen yeah. with um Drift, where my bands go, you know. <laughs> and I'm <Yeah>. like <laughs> it, it it happens so fast. It happens yeah. so fast. You know, it went from him selling his crypto punk for like a massive amount. And I think all that was like a domino effect. And then all of a sudden his art's flying, flying, flying. And now he's like, and a lot of people are priced out. Meanwhile, they probably weren't priced out before that incident happened or before that action happened. So I think um, with one-on-one art, personally, <laughs> I think looking at an artist that is building out, that is active and is doing something is a good thing. You know, it's a tiny investment compared to, you know, what it could be, right? And but it's a risk. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but PFPs are a risk too, aren't they? Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, you know, you make a calculated decision. A lot of PFP projects fail as well. A lot of one-off one one artists are going to fail. And the earlier you sort of look at a one-off one artist or the earlier you buy a piece, the more likely they are to fail uh, or the more likely they are to not understand like the business of their art and, and to, to, to make your, the value of your stuff suffer as a result. So yeah, it does make more sense a lot of the time to catch a trend. To catch a trend. Okay. So yeah. don't worry. I'm going to go viral very soon. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to hop off my car and do like a quick twerk. <laughs> and then, you can insult me forever. I'll send it to you. Yeah, you'll be my meme. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's really what it is. My, You'd be creating a meme out of your art. My, my meme advisor. And I'd be holding a piece of my art while doing it. You know, <laughs> like, look at yeah, me. Your, your art itself is the meme. You are the meme. I am, can, the meme. Yeah, exactly. I am the meme. I am. I am the meme. I did a piece. So here's a funny story. Well, it's actually not that funny, but I'm still going to tell it. <laughs> I did a piece called, um, I actually haven't named it yet, to be honest, but it's about the Kevin. That's how traumatized I am by Kevin. Um, <laughs> and it's a piece that I did, fine art, obviously, um, where Kevin is like, you know, you're in a museum and there is Kevin. And then you're in a museum and there's this beautiful piece of art and everybody's gathered at the Kevin and throwing their money at the Kevin. And the beautiful piece of art only has one person sitting there with like two coins or tokens. And I was like, this is the state of NFTs right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, and a lot of people loved it. And a lot of one-on-one artists were like, yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to hate Kevin because of how stupid it is. But, uh, you know, there's a billion sort of Kevin knockoffs that failed. For, for oh, Kevin's. my Oh my god! I saw in one night. It, it was just it was just too much. It was too much to bear. So, moving forward, um, where do you see the meme culture or memes um, finding their place in NFTs? Do you think it's going to be the? I mean, besides PFPs, is it going to be the next big thing? Do you think it's going to be the next big thing? I think it already is a, is a big thing. I mean, a lot of these memes have sold for a ton of money and people buy anything based on the meme. But if, and I'm obviously I'll talk about specifically meme NFTs. Like mm-hmm. they sold for millions of dollars. The Doge NFT was the most valuable NFT of all time for a while. Uh, they, they sell all the time for 500 
500k plus. But the yeah. issue has been that there's, there's a handful of obscenely rich people who are effectively buying all of them who, you know, have the, have the resources available to, to be able to buy them. Uh, and that's sort of what Dank Bank is trying to facilitate the ability to, to let anyone buy a piece of it rather than, rather than have this cabal of maybe four or five people own the entire space. Do you guys have the why you lying guy? Why not you uh, lying? <laughs> we will. We will. That's not coming yet, but we will. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorites. So which ones do you have again? Let me see. Which ones do I, do I um, participate in sharing? <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll read off the ones that are already on the site. Uh, okay. We'll, 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 the plan is to drop one or two a week and then we'll airdrop. Uh, ownership in each of them. So an average cost is what? I'm not getting. There's no average. Any anywhere from one ETH to a thousand ETH for five thousand. Oh, so for fraction for the fractionalized ones. Oh, for the fractionalized ones uh, on our site, I think the cheapest one is uh, fifty thousand dollars or something. Fifty thousand dollars. Yep. You know that's me. That's because and- we curate quite heavily. That's like I'm sure there's a ton of mediocre viral videos and stuff like that that we could have on the site that really felt valuable so for a fractionalized one is i mean like a part of it a piece of it a chunk no i mean the the cheapest chunk you can buy is a penny you can buy as as little as you want oh okay okay yeah yeah i'm not i'm not charging 50k for a piece oh okay i was like (laughs) i was like my price is going up today (laughs) (laughs) okay all right, go ahead and list the ones that you have. I'm I'm curious to know who I need to be hitting on next. <laughs> uh, Bad Luck Brian, Success Kid, Doge, Tips Fedora. I mean, the thing is, you probably won't recognize all of the names. You'll just recognize the uh, what they you know, look like. The, the Bad Luck. Like the, the, what's like a the binds? I dropped my croissant. Oh, I haven't seen that one. What's the Bad Luck Brian? That's Bad Luck Brian's the guy with the the dorky grin and the oh yeah mask. yeah yeah I've seen that with the yeah. braces right 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 oh yeah I've seen that and he's just <laughs> some guy in Ohio who works in construction wow did like a McDonald's commercial and then disappeared that is just wild like I don't want to be a meme though like he's a <laughs> yeah nobody does but you want to at least get paid when you become one I uh, yeah because memes are embarrassing right <laughs> a lot of them especially his yeah. <laughs> How does he feel? Well, at least he can now use that money to pay for therapy. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's fine with it. I think he's doing well with it. Yeah, I'm like, oh gosh. Well, you know, it's like that's many moons ago. I don't look like that anymore. (laughs) All right. So he does does look a little like that. Oh, he's he's still the same guy. He doesn't look guilty, but definitely still the same guy. Oh, wow. Do you have the fire girl? You know, the one that was. Disaster girl? Is it disaster? That was the uh, this is guy 3F Music uh, from Dubai who buy who's bought a few of these. Yeah, uh, he bought that one for five hundred thousand dollars, I think. Uh, wow. Yeah, I've spoken to him. I don't think he's I don't think he's parting with that anytime soon. Well, he bought it off where? He bought it off like that was on uh, Foundation. Oh, a lot, so... these, a lot of these begin on Foundation. Are you kidding? How did it... see? I missed all that. I I think it was I think it was. I mean, I don't know how how much attention you're paying to Foundation. It's sort of I was, I was, my username on foundation is at A. I was like user 400 or something. Uh, but these were, these were like February, March of last year. So like, yeah. Oh, okay. A while. Oh, okay. All right. Which other one? Maybe just describe them and then I'll be say I know them. Hide your wife, hide your kids. You said you recognize Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hide your wife, hide your kids. They come. <laughs> yep. I love that uh, one. 
I love that one. And then we have a bunch of, I mean, the one I like the most, the one I have a lot of is all these uh, Brad Pepe's by Matt Fury, the creator of Pepe the Frog. Oh, gosh, yeah. Pepe's a... There's this person in NFTs that just collects Pepe the Frog. Like, if you Vince make... Orlando. Is it Vin? No, somebody else. Maybe, maybe it is Vincent. <laughs> Jagged. Yeah, I think it might be Vincent. Vincent invested in thing. But yeah, he's he's got a ridiculous collection of Pepe's. Massive. No, it's not Vincent. It's somebody else. But Vincent as well. But there's a particular... Like, Vincent collects outside of Pepe's. This person does not yeah. collect outside of Pepe's. Like, uh, if you Jagged check... Saw? Maybe. I don't know. the. I can't remember the person's yeah. name. But all they do is Pepe's. Like, they did Pepe's to the point that... This is so pathetic. Watch this. Well, not pathetic. It's smart. <laughs> it's smart. I'm not going to call it pathetic. It's smart. It, they collected pe- Pepe's to the point that some I seen some one-on-one artists start creating Pepe, <laughs> Pepe art. So Just, they can sell it to him? Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I guess it's smart. But I'm like, I've never been the one to create art to sell to people. Like, I create what my heart wants to create, you know? Um, but I mean, from a business standpoint, it's probably smart, right? This is what's in demand. Yeah, why not? Why not create it? Um, maybe I should start doing that. I'm going to take a vote. I'm going to do a listener vote. If you think Tony should start creating art based on what is trending, jump in the discord and let me know. <laughs> I would do a poll. You, you should make vote. art that, that criticizes the trending stuff. I, think I do. The, I That's the one I told you I made. The, um, the one, I do, I do yeah. photography. So it's always a little bit more difficult to kind of um, create these moments because you have to find every little piece, right? Versus right. if you can draw or paint. You know, maybe I'll draw or paint. I don't know. But then that would be going out of my um, art style. I I want to because I'm like I see it and I'm like God I have so much to say. (laughs) I think it would do well if you sort of leaned into that attitude of just of uh, critiquing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You clearly already you clearly already have sort of that mentality of the ability to do it. So why not? I know, right? That one that I did, people enjoyed it, but I didn't mint it. Um, the Kevin one, I didn't mint it. I just kind of posted it on Twitter for laughs. And then somebody said, how much is this? <laughs> I was like, oh, exactly. That's the stuff you should be selling. Yeah, I know. Right. And then I was like, um, 0.4. And then he was like, Kevin's favorite number is 0.69. <laughs> I was like, well, then hell, 0.69 then. <laughs> 0.420, 69, 420. You know what? Honestly, okay. I, I'm a 0.4 girl because that's like my lucky number. Um, but. Again, I noticed, man, you should just never know with online <laughs> people that spend a lot of time online. I noticed that if you um, put 420 and 69 in your pricing, people would just buy just because of that. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely sort of doubles the viability for sure. Blows you, you're not doing my that, mind. Blows my mind. I want to get into the minds of a lot of people and just kind of. Because it's a meme. So you're saying we should start approaching one-on-one art from the meme perspective? Yes, from the memetics perspective of getting uh, getting other people, uh, getting other people interested in the art, getting a community behind it. That's what memetics is. And there's already a community formed around these stupid numbers, around these stupid <laughs> ideas, jokes. 
You're right. Uh, you're answer. actually, you're actually, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to totally agree really? with you on that. I know. <laughs> look, I thought we were going to be arguing the whole show, but why? look at me agreeing with you. You're very correct. Honestly, and I'll tell you why I say you're very correct. Because I can totally create a piece right now. And in the piece, put 420. And because there's 420 in that piece, somebody will pick it up because they can relate to that number. You definitely have a much better chance of selling, I think, with, with something like that. Uh, as stupid as it is it's such a uphill battle <laughs> luckily i'm one of the ones that are not I'm, I'm too way too invested in nfts to go anywhere so we have to ride this <laughs> we have to ride this out till the wheels fall off it's <laughs> not going anywhere yeah exactly right so i'm gonna be like 80 years old having this conversation with you like yeah. remember that time a couple of decades ago when we talked about memes. (laughs) It's totally possible. I mean, we'll we'll probably be in the same space our whole life. I know, right? Oh, wow. I'm going to know you forever, Harry? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little creepy to think, but yeah, like 26 people definitely meet again. That is crazy. This is the beginning of a long-term friendship. (laughs) Uh, Enemy. Yay. And you're going to be giving me all the advice I need. <laughs> I'll give you the memetics advice. Whatever memetics, that's the only thing I could advise. Could to advise meme, meme, meme your art. Yeah. I, I think okay. the, the commentary pieces, I plan on doing more of those. Um, I was going to do one for the ape when ape, um, bought. Nobody steal my idea, by the way. Um, <laughs> you steal my idea. I don't know. So I was going to do one when apes um, bought, um, when Yuga Labs bought CryptoPunks. Yep. Um, I was going to do one for that. And um, of course, again, my medium is photography. And I would need to find the tools or either just draw out the tools and kind of, I could, I mean, I could still, you know, um, do it. It just becomes more challenging when your medium is something that's, you know, like photography where you work with what you have versus creating what you, what you need or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we were talking about what, um, what memes were in, um, your dank bank, which ones can I get for a penny? <laughs> you said a penny. You can get anything for a penny. You just have to buy a small chunk of it. So I can get like the, um, hide your keys. Yep. I want one of those. And then it that shows one. up in my, in my wallet. Yep. I would support that dude because he is so funny. <laughs> Antoine Dodson is a legend. He's a, yeah. he's a boxer for a while. A boxer. Yeah, yeah. He did like Wait. a celebrity boxing match. Did he get beat? Oh yeah, he got destroyed. <laughs> of <Immediately> course. Destroyed. <laughs> he's like, isn't he like really like slim and fragile he's looking? Very, he's very slim. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Who did he fight? Who was mean enough to fight him? <laughs> I think it was some other sort of mean guy, some other idiot. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, it, it lasted like it lasted literally like thirty seconds. I can just imagine. I love him funny though. Video. He's like, oh, don't tell me they meme that too. Uh, I think he's just sort of a living meme at this point. <laughs> he's in jail for a while. I forgot what for. Yeah, he's he's. One of the most interesting memes he is. He is. He he is. He looks because he looks like he has a personality, right? Like, well, you yeah. know, hide your eyes, hide your keys. 
<laughs> I he's still, on NBC. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page now. Yeah, he's done all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh wow, I still use that till today. Like if I'm cracking a joke, I'm like, "Hi, Joe, hi, your kid. Tony's coming." <laughs> and you didn't understand the value before. How dare you? I, I, I know. I do. Okay, so here's the thing. I do understand the value of memes right i get yeah. it there are moments that make you laugh you remember them they've gone viral for a reason what i didn't um i'll say not didn't understand what i couldn't you know <sighs> i just couldn't see how they were art you know because some of these moments were not planned like somebody like hide your wife, hide your kids. It's not art. It's just a I moment agree. that happened and it just went viral. It was funny. It wasn't yeah. like he planned it. He created it. He's not an artist, you know. I would He's, say memes aren't necessarily art, but they, they often are. Yeah. So exactly. Intention. Exactly. So that's, that's the part that I was arguing. Like, okay, somebody like that is a good example. I don't consider that art. I consider that, you know, a moment that was funny. So. I think it would be fair to say, um, I think it would be fair to say, okay, maybe this is another, because I believe like, okay, let me give you a good example. I think NFTs can be used for anything. Like, I think the future of NFTs is like ticketing, um, even membership to restaurants, just so many things. So it's just a token, right? Um, and in the future, we're going to see where, you know, you use your NFTs to get into like football games and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an the art it could be just you'll that use your hydra kids to get into football games you use your what you'll use your hydra kids coin to get into football games i oh really <laughs> if that if that would happen I, i'd go grab one now no <laughs> front seat i want i want front seat like right where i can touch do a the boxing player. match celebrity <laughs> boxing where he gets beat up again yep <laughs> I know, right? So I see that part of NFTs. I see NFTs not just being art. I understand that part. And I am bullish on that part. I've said it from day one of, you know, me even doing the show, what NFTs can be used for. It can be used for a variety of things. Where I become a little jaded um, or a little confused or a little like what is going on is when, you know, it starts to the lines start to get blurred between art and all these other things. You know, like if PFP projects say, oh, we're just the project, you know, I don't have a problem with that. But then they start kind of comparing it to art. I mean, I think most PFP projects are art. They just tend to be terrible art. Well, see, this is where we're going to um, argue a little bit. I think they utilize art to get eyes on the project. So when I you think that's an artistic endeavor. Getting eyes on something I think is an artistic endeavor. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm you know what? You're not gonna continue like being changing my mind about how I feel about certain things. <laughs> okay, fine. How does it how is it an artistic endeavor? Explain to me um, how it's an artistic endeavor. Uh, I think getting attention for things in and of itself is like performance. Uh, per performances are performances. You win. Are... You win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you win. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, okay, no, you don't win. So 
<laughs> if I get attention on a project, right? I don't even think that's performance art. That's just business, right? How yeah, is that? There's a, there's a fairly blurry line, especially when it's like the business of art. Like, is the business of art art itself? I don't know. I, I'm not like an esthetician or whatever. Man, we is that need what you a, call it? Yeah. yeah, we need a referee at this point because, okay. We need a philosopher. So, like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so would you consider, okay, good example. Would you consider Elon Musk um, an artist? Um, he knows how to get attention on things. He's very performative. Yeah, for that I would say he's an artist. I would say his tweets are a form of art. <sighs> Morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we need to like sit and redefine what is art. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm busting out my dictionary because at this point. Um, Let me Google. <laughs> Look at both of us, Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! All right, I right. bust out my dictionary here because um, I'm gonna argue that again. Art I don't is think. Expression. I think it's basically the simplest definition. Okay, good. No, hold on, hold on. The expression of human creative skill creative is the key word yeah, what's here. what's not creative about a, a funny tweet would you would you consider your tweets a little bit a little bit creative you don't put some thought into them how to get how to get them i do it? yeah oh gosh all right you can go get off my show <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're right you're right because when i do want to tweet i do think out my tweets like okay is this funny or oh, is this does it sound good yeah. and that is creative yep and expressing yourself is sometimes sometimes creative not all the time all right human creative skill and imagination and you're right typically wait typically in a visual form such as painting a sculpture producing works to be appreciated Listen to this. Okay, this is where you're wrong. Producing <laughs> works. I'm going to find where you're wrong. <laughs> Producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. Yeah, emotional power. That's <sighs> what a tweet is. You're trying to get people to feel something or to, to relate to it or something like that. Okay, you win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The various branches of creative activity, such as painting, music, literature, and dance, or visual arts. I know we're gonna settle this with. Twitter as art. <laughs> I did. I did. I did art, art tweets. Art. art tweets. Art. <laughs> and nobody, I gotta do that too. How do you gotta come, come prepared? No, I don't see anything that says tweets. I mean, Google's not like. I mean, there's not gonna be research on whether. It's not gonna be like. Somebody uh, needs to do I mean, it. You know, can a tweet be a work of art? There is, there is writing on it. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of articles about it, about this. I made three hundred dollars selling tweets as art. I mean, there's also the, like the Jack Dorsey tweet and things like that. I, I don't know if I would call that. Yeah, that that's more of a co co well, you collectible, know what? Yeah, collectible. Yeah, it's more of a collectible. 
you know, I'm going to approach a lot of things a little bit different from today onwards. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, that is why this podcast is great. I'm always learning new things and um, my views are not always, see, this is the good thing. Let me, let me start to do a disclaimer. (laughs) This is the good thing. I am always open to learn and I, you know, my word is not a hundred. It doesn't always have to be final or a hundred, but you're right. Twitter tweets can be art because when you think about writing, writing is art, right? Yep. It's a form of writing. It's a form of writing for attention. Ah, Jesus. Wow. All right. So what advice I'm going to ask you, would you give the one-on-one artist, um, in relate in relation to what you understand about viral moments and going viral and things like that, I would say that the art is not the beauty is not the entirety of the art, and a lot of it, a lot of your success will hinge upon getting people uh, to pay attention to you. Uh, as frustrating as that is, but uh, yeah, I think the most successful artists are the best at sort of drawing attention to themselves or creating controversy. Controversy, controversy sells. I know that much, but. Where do you draw the line between, you know, um, your brand and controversy? Because controversy is not always necessarily a good thing. Um, yeah, I mean, you, it doesn't have to be via controversy. It's just attention, really, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And controversy is really one of the simplest ways to do it. All right, y'all. So if you see me posting twerking videos every day, you can, <laughs> you can blame Harry and Dank Bank for this. <laughs> like, what is, like, what is wrong with Tony? Why did she- why did she always twerking these days that is the problem here (laughs) we know who to blame (laughs) start minting those huh start start minting minting those those. so easily then you'd be like I'm on board now Tony (laughs) (laughs) this is the moment that I was talking about and these are the moments that we need to be collecting (laughs) but again well you know like you said earlier um you know, we still, I think one-on-one art has its place. There are people that appreciate um, the actual, actual art and the artistic aspect of, you know, being able to collect these pieces. Um, do you think it's good for an artist to mix it up? Like create the actual art that you love and then mix it up with like these viral moment type of art? I don't think it's any different. Create what you want to create. I'm just saying... Uh... Your marketing your art is always going to be a piece of it. Uh, whether the art itself is the marketing tool or whether sort of your own personal brand outside of the art is the marketing tool. You can't expect to, you can't really expect to succeed as an artist, especially with NF- NFTs. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't sort of cultivate a brand or an identity. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I always, I, I talk about that a lot where I'm like, you need to be a brand. Um, right. you're not just, you know, you can't just say, Oh, I'm an artist. Okay what else you know you definitely need to be a brand and i think sometimes building a brand does take time um i think for me personally i've been able to at least at to some point it, you know if you hear old tony kane you might be like oh i know her you know that right there tells you um hey, you've done you've done a small you know a small yeah. marketing job just by knowing me <laughs> I keep my eyes and my ears to the ground. I told you. Right. Like <laughs> I I I'm I'm one of those. Okay, so I do a podcast. Obviously, I have the NFT Talk Show podcast, and a lot of times for me, I feel like I'm a source of information. I am a source of information to a lot of my listeners, and they come on my show expecting to hear um, 
things that can benefit them, obviously, or, you know, maybe it's just entertainment. Maybe they just like to hear me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so I tend to always try to make sure like what is going on in NFTs. I want to make sure they're, you know, not everybody has the energy to sit on Twitter all day um, or wherever else NFTs are going on. So I tend to make sure I keep my ears right. as open as possible. I miss a lot of things because I'm still human. I'm not a robot. But if I see something that, you know, catches my interest, like, wait a minute, I'm going to, I'm going to investigate it further. And, and that's how me and you connected. Um, it was me investigating further, like what is going on with this. Although I am still like not a hundred percent, like I'm still one-on-one art. I want that, um, hide your wife. So I'm going to get one. Hide <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. I'm gonna go and hide your ass, hide your keys. I just connect my wallet and just like yep. purchase. Okay, all right. Connect your wallet, enter the amount, hit buy. Oh, okay. So I can enter any amount. Yep. That is. How does that work though? Like, so how many pieces has it been fractionalized um to? Four twenty sixty nine. Oh my god! Look at you. <laughs> See, you're like the. Okay. All right, I get you. <laughs> you you know what you're doing, yeah. You, you understand. Yeah. You understand the way people think but on the internet. You can buy a piece of the portrait. You can buy point one if you want. Yeah, and point yeah, one the is supply is four twenty six nine. Four twenty six nine. So if I was gonna just get one piece of the four twenty sixty nine or two zero six nine. Jesus Christ, my map at four two. That's forty two thousand sixty nine. Yep. Like, okay. Yep. So if I was gonna get one piece of the forty two thousand sixty nine, oh. what would that be? Uh, it would be sixteen dollars and sixty nine cents at the moment. Since I'm obsessed with the number four, if I got four pieces, that would be <laughs> almost six. Okay, I know what that is. My math is bad, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. I, I like, I like, um, and if you ever get the, why the hell are you lying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming. That one cracks. I use that meme so much. Oh my goodness. I think I overuse that meme. Like any, especially, you know, um, on Twitter when you see something, I'm like, why the hell are you lying? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a big one when, when we list that. <laughs> yeah. Cause a lot of people use it. Like, Okay, cool. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. I, I'm gonna peruse your site, even though I'm not hundred percent um saying <laughs> y'all are right. <laughs> I still think everything has its place, and I think um I'm agreeing with you that some memes can be art, but I am also saying you know, not all. So I think memes should have its own category and that line should not be blurred with crypto art. That's how I feel. Um, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Um, I think memes are a category of crypto art. <sighs> Harry, Harry, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> we can, I'm happy to agree to, dis- to, to uh, agree to disagree. On agree to di- disagree to disagree with you. Or yes. agree to agree with me rather. No, I refuse to do that. <laughs> How can I convince you? Uh, I don't. I think I'm way beyond convincing on this one. I'm gonna have to find a way to convince you. Can we just call them like um, crypto memes? 
You can call them memes, but, but I'm still going to call them a category of crypto art. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're like worse than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am fairly stubborn about this. I see that. I see that. All right. Well, we'll call it crypto meme art. Is that fair? <laughs> okay, it works for me. Okay, good. Okay, see, we agreed. <laughs> All right, cool. I think we have had. Uh, I want to keep you on so bad. <laughs> but I I'll do know. it again. I'll come back. Yes, please do. We got to come back and chat um a little bit more, and we'll chat about you know not just memes. I think we need to just talk about NFTs and you know in general how the market works, um and what's going on in NFTs. You're fun to talk to, so I am definitely bringing. I'm bringing you back for sure. I'm going to be bugging you <laughs> like Tony. Cool. You'll be like Tony go away after, after a while. Well, leave me alone, Tony. Leave me alone. Thank you so much, Harry. Um, and I will be checking out. I'm, I'm, I was going to, you know, not check them out. <laughs> Cause I'm like, <laughs> they're coming to take away from one one art again. And, but now that I've spoken to you, I will definitely check it out. And, you know, I think they do deserve the people that have gone viral. I think they do deserve to get paid because, um, you know, people use their image, their likeness and yep. nothing. They get nothing in return. And in that part, I agree with that they do deserve to get something for being everybody's um <laughs> everybody's um the laughing stuff you know dave chappelle <laughs> yeah, for exactly. a while right and just that that kind of sucks the way you think about it like this person's video or picture goes viral and they get nothing yep. and you can't even yeah, control exactly. it you can't do anything you can't control if you go viral or not once you go viral it's a wrap we have some quotes on the site that are just sort of these people talking about how nfts are the way to Take back ownership, take back power. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I can support that. I can support that. But um, crypto meme art, I can support. <laughs> not crypto. <laughs> but not crypto art. It's a difference. Crypto art and crypto meme art are different. Okay? No blurred sure. lines here. We're not going to do the thing PFPs did to us. We're going to just have them in their own world. And nobody gets them confused. <laughs> but it's hard to get them confused anyways because, you know, memes are popular for what they are memes they overlap though they definitely overlap sometimes <laughs> look at us we're about to start <laughs> all right harry <laughs> all right. okay thank you so much um for coming on the show today i had a good time yep. do you have any parting words for my listeners uh good question i don't really love you all. thank you for having me all right yeah. awesome is there oh wait last question for real if there is um they wanted to find you how can they find you uh they can find me through dank bank twitter is dank bank hq we have some pretty entertaining commercials things like that which i think are at least worth watching even if you don't want to trade means trade means for fun all right i'm gonna put it in my show notes um at the bottom <laughs> of the show description too so if you want to find dank bank which I thought I will be arguing with, but ended up agreeing with mostly. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Fine. You know, I don't like losing an argument, but hey, it happens. I thank you so much. I appreciate your time and I appreciate all the laughs and I appreciate you coming here to redefine my much. redefine my perspective a bit. Okay. Happy to. Happy to meme pill people or whatever it was. <laughs>
<laughs> you do a great job at it. <laughs> it is kind of my job. I, I see. You're good at it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, y'all. Right, so that is going to be it for this episode of the NFT Pop Show podcast. I remain Tony Payne. Do not forget if you enjoy this episode to subscribe, share with a friend, tell your uncles to tell their grandfather, to tell their sisters to listen to the NFT Pop Show podcast. This is where it is at your favorite NFT and crypto podcast. And if you have the time, don't forget to hop in the Discord. Come tell me what you think. I love to see y'all in Discord. I love to get the comments on Twitter and recommend the podcast to everyone that you know. Yay. And to all my listeners, I see the numbers going up, up, up. Thank you for listening. Y'all are wonderful. And to everyone that has been riding with me since day one, thank you for riding with me today one and putting up with my shenanigans. <laughs> and you know what it is. I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.